Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. We are on episode 182 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast as we jump into the year 2023. And a happy new year to everybody. Great to have you on board with us. And as you listen to the podcast today, take a few minutes, invite someone, listen, Facebook, Twitter, whatever your uh, social media uh, platform you use, and even text them, talk to them, call them, whatever it takes. Uh, get them involved. We want them to be able to also to be able to connect Christ-centered faith to their everyday life. Uh, well, Pastor, how was your uh, how was your Christmas break? Probably better than yours. <laughs> yeah, you have forty five people in your house. Yeah, close to it. Yeah, it yeah. was. We had a we have, you know we have a good time. And uh, as I was how, doing, how long were they all there? Like a week, a full well, week? Well, we had we had uh, seventeen there for a week, and we only had about ten there for one. Well, two weeks was ten people total, and then we added seven for the last week. So. And it. Anyway, but it was. I know you love your family, and it's and good to see them. And, and it's, my, but my, it's good to see them go too. My big, <laughs> my largest family, Ivy in mm-hmm. Boston, was not there. Yeah. Oh, so it would have been twenty four. So that's a, that's a lot of people in one house. We're gonna have to renovate the house. We determined or, that. Or, so yeah, buy your ranch or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah. You know, anyway, it's it is what it is. I, I you know it's my fault. I I wanted them to have big families, and now and, and, now you know, now it's coming home to roost, brother. Yeah. Mm, well, we 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 got back from New Orleans. What's today? Tuesday, Sunday evening. We got back from all thirteen hours. We drove Sunday. It's a long drive. Well, now you you left on kind of a scary note for all of us. <laughs> So we're yeah. we're just thankful you're doing better, brother. Yeah, that that's was all, that's what that I was, was trying wild, to get out. Um, so yeah, the, so we're the very ER thankful. visit on man, that was really wild. I mean, like ten minutes before I'm supposed to go mm-hmm. on the stage for the service because I was doing piano playing and preaching on Christmas Day, so I was going to be on the um, stage the whole service and yeah, didn't happen. Did not it did not happen. Oh, the best laid was, plans yeah, of mice and I men. I was backstage and on the floor rolling around in pain. It was wild. Yeah, I saw you. I was yeah. uh, I was man. Woo. <laughs> It scared a lot of us. <laughs> I think it was just kidney stone, but you well, know. I know that, but still, it's just scary. That, it's that's just some a painful scary stuff, thing. though. That's yeah. some very painful stuff, and I'm I'm glad that that's past us. And happy New Year, Amen. Well, Pastor, as we uh, get into the new year, I think we never believe that somehow our anger towards a situation or a family member or somebody that we used to have be friends with those kind of things can actually transform into bitterness. Yeah. And uh, bitterness is one of those things that can just eat us alive. It, yeah. It's called the root of bitterness. And I think the book, yeah, of Hebrews. book of Hebrews. So, uh, how do we, you know, I think as we start this new year, this is a great opportunity, especially after the arguments, during Thanksgiving right. and Christmas. You might be bitter after the holidays. <laughs> yeah, so. You might've had some dinners around the table at Christmas that, uh, you know, led to some interesting conversations that now you're mad about. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. for sure. And, and then that's the thing, Trey. I mean, so, so, uh, 
if you think about th- this podcast, we talk about lots of different issues, and and but we keep coming back to character issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the years we've done this podcast, we've talked about forgiveness, we've talked about anger, we've talked about fruit of the spirit, we've talked about lots of different things that that, that God wants to work on within our hearts. It's, yes. it's it's good for us as followers of Jesus to have an in depth knowledge of the Word of God. We want that. We want to grow in our theological understanding of the things of God, but we also want to, to grow in how we live out that mm-hmm. knowledge of God. And, exactly. And, and what God wants to do in us is obviously he wants to make us more like his son, Jesus. And Jesus was not one who was bitter. Mm-hmm. And he had every right to be. Oh, my heavens. You, know, you think about how Christ was treated, uh, but he was not bitter at all. Instead, at all times and, and, and at every moment of his life, he exuded the fruit of the Spirit. And, and so for us, if we're going to be, uh, you know, faithful followers of Jesus, it's learning how to grow in that character That's of Christ, exactly right. learning how to put on the fruit of the Spirit in all situations, learning how to be people of, of forgiveness, and, and, and how to resist that temptation to grow in bitterness. Because if, if you're like me, uh, you know some people who are really bitter. Yeah. Uh, you, we all do. You know, I mean. And it breaks your heart And it breaks your that. heart. And yeah. you, you know people that, that claim to be followers of Jesus mm-hmm. that are bitter about life. And, and, and they're just no fun to be around. And, 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 and probably all of us at one point or another in our, in, in our lives, we've gone through seasons where we struggle with bitterness. Oh, Something's yeah. happened to us or the case may be somebody's mistreated us. And, and before you know it, we're, we're bitter. And, yeah. and it's just not a good place. It's a very un- unhealthy place to be. And so uh, I want us to uh, talk today about how we can overcome bitterness. And I think you're right, Trey. As we enter into this new year, maybe you came through a, a rough Christmas season. Uh, I mean, I, I know that that in our own faith family, we've had people who have had just some tragic losses over oh, yeah. this past year. And yeah. it's easy to get bitter about that, especially around the holidays when you're missing that person who's supposed to be there with you celebrating Christmas and that person isn't there. It's easy to be bitter, bitter with God, bitter with life because of that. And so, so so how do we resist that? How do we resist that bitterness? How do we overcome bitterness? That's what we want to talk about today. I once heard a pastor say that uh, bitterness is like drinking poison and expecting that it's going to hurt the other person. Mm. You know, mm. And so we just got to be super careful with this. Yeah. So let's get started. Number one, know what bitterness is. Okay, so I don't think bitterness is anything that we wake up someday and say, we don't make a conscious decision and say, you know, I, I really want to be bitter. Of course we don't. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't happen that way, no. right? Um what happens with bitterness is that it is, it is a condition we face and not often a choice we make, right? It is a condition we face. You think about scripture. So in, 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 in the Bible, you go back to the book of Genesis, for example. Maybe, maybe the most famous example is, is the life of Joseph. Mm. Joseph is what? He is mistreated by his brothers. He has every right to be bitter because of the way that they treated him, but he's not. Right. And in every circumstance, he keeps his his eyes on the Lord. He he knows that God is at work and he resists that bitterness. Right. But there's this temptation there in light of his circumstances to walk in bitterness. But he chooses not to. You think about um, uh, the book of Exodus when the Egyptians put the Hebrew people under slavery for 400 years. Mm. It, It says in Exodus one that the Egyptians made the work of the Hebrews bitter mm, right wow. so you think about it, it's 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 a condition joseph was in a condition that he could have chosen bitterness the hebrew people were put in a condition that the bible calls bitterness they were in bitter work you think about uh, some other examples uh, the the hebrew word uh, for bitterness is this word mara yeah so you think about mara you think about when when um 
the the in, in the book of Exodus when the people drank the water and it was bitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a condition of the water. When you think about you, just the things that you eat sometimes that have a bitter taste of them, right? Mm. It, bitterness is a condition uh, that that and, and and it's not a choice that we make. In other words, we don't choose to be bitter. We, it happens because of conditions around us, right? You think about. Uh, what you mentioned earlier, the book of Hebrews, where yeah. where uh, the Bible says, "Don't Hebrews twelve fifteen, don't let the root of the root of bitterness grow within you." Mm-hmm. So 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 in in ancient times, when you think about a, a plant that might have been poisonous, that that plant that was poisonous, it was called mara, mm-hmm. bitter, right? And so so bitter was a way to describe something that was poisonous. And so 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 the writer of Hebrews says, "Now don't let." that poison grow within you. Don't let Mara grow within you, right? And so bitterness is a condition. So what happens is bitterness is something on the outside of you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? It's, it's a condition. It's, it's circumstances that, 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 that are bitter tasting, if you will. It's, it's when you don't get the promotion that you wanted. It's when, you know, um, you experience that loss. It's when, you know, things don't work out like you want. Those are all bitter situations outside of you, beyond right. your control. Right. And what happens is those outside situations, what do they do? They affect the inside of us. Yeah, of course. So bitterness is a condition, right, uh, that that is not brought on by choice. But what happens is that when we dwell on that bitter situation and let that bitter situation affect us internally, then it makes us bitter people. Mm. What happens, right? That situation outside of us begins to poison us. And now watch this. It poisons us and it makes us poisonous. Wow. Oh yeah. Right. That's, um, that is interesting. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of it that yeah, way. But it but does. Yeah. So it, it's these outside circumstances that oftentimes are beyond our control, that are unpleasant, that are bitter tasting, right? Uh, that we would not choose. And those bitter situations, they begin to affect us personally and they make us bitter. And, and those poisonous situations, right, make us into poisonous people. That that seems to be what happens. And so it's, it's a big deal. Uh, in, in nature, monarch butterflies eat milkweed. Milkweed is bitter. Therefore, monarch butterflies don't get eaten because they are bitter to a bird that would eat them. They become bitter. So in the same way, I know I'm just, I know know it sounds weird, but I'm just, I'm an old science teacher, so forgive me. But it's interesting that that when you were saying that, I was going through that in my brain because they're drinking this thing that's bitter or eating this thing that's bitter, and then it makes them bitter. And so that's kind of gotcha. how we we going through the same thing. It makes us that bitter person. Okay, I gotcha. Nobody I, wants I, to be I around. I didn't know if you were recommend we eat milkweed or something. No, so, no milkweed. Okay. It's, but it's that, pretty that's bitter. A, that's a, that's a good analogy, pops. Anyway, sorry, my <laughs> <laughs> science. What can I say? Yeah, but know what bitterness is. All right, number two, know what bitterness does to your yeah, heart. So this is where the the poison comes in, yeah. right? That that if you let circumstances uh, define your life right and and kind of set the course for your future as far as letting those negative circumstances take over in you man it, it really is going to affect your heart and 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 like we said we know people who have let bitter situations make them into bitter people bitter mm-hmm. situations have made them into bitter people po- poisonous things on the outside if you will right that mara has made them into kind of poisonous people because you think about how you know affects your heart so so what bitterness does it it affects your health, right? 
It affects of course you, it does. It, emotionally and physically. Because emotionally, think about what bitterness does. When you when you let bitterness take root in you and you don't deal with it, uh, you become what? You become anxious. You become worried. You become depressed. Uh, you become grumpy and ornery, right? I mean, th- those things happen. That, that's your emotional health is greatly affected by the bitterness that, that you choose to dwell on in your life. And so that emotional health then does what? It affects your physical health. Now, all of a sudden you can't sleep, you're restless, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, you, you, that, that high anxiety you have because that, that underlying bitterness, right? Uh, it, what, it raises your stress levels, your blood pressure and all those kinds of things. You can't sleep and, 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 and what happens when we're stressed and depressed, then we tend to overeat, which affects our health. And so all these, these things begin to happen because we have not dealt with the bitterness within us. It affects our emotional health. It affects our physical health. It affects our spiritual health. Yeah. Right, because what happens when we're bitter is is we begin to do what we begin to stray from God rather than run mm-hmm. to God. God calls this is God's fault, right? If God would have you know given me better circumstances, I wouldn't have this going on in my life right now, or whatever the case may be. So it affects you know our emotional health, our physical health, our spiritual health. Uh, bitter people, right? Um, you know, you kind of stray from the Lord, you stray from the church, you stray from uh, from people that want to help you. Yeah, it it affects your relational health exactly because you you are angry. Uh, at, at life, or maybe you're angry at someone because of what they did to you, and that has made you bitter. And so now you're in that anger. You're what? You're you're unforgiving, right? Or you're just not fun to be around, uh, or, or whatever the case may yeah. be. You, you, you know, you're resentful. All those things grow out of that bitterness that you've allowed to take root in your life. And so, so it really does affect your heart, not in a good way, in a very negative way. And I think those are what we call th- thermo thermostat thermostat issues, right? Where all of a sudden things are not working like you think they should be. So all these things should be an indicator to us that something is wrong. Yeah. So if you, uh, for instance, being a Life Connection Group pastor, I just, I think that when people come to me and say, I don't trust people anymore. Yeah. I say, did something happen? Yeah. Earlier? Oh yeah. yeah. You don't know what I went through with people. And and they particularly talk about small groups or a Sunday school or something that they went through. And so they've held on to that and it's hurt them, and it's hurt their fellowship with other believers as well. Yeah. And so they won't get involved in it for that reason, you know. Uh, one guy once said, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't trust people anymore. Yeah, yeah. And that tells me there's yeah. a lot of bitterness involved. Yeah. And, so. and, and again, it's, it's, we're not denying that the circumstances of life and even people can be very hurtful. Oh, man, yes. And when you, when, you, when you lose that loved one, that, that's tragic. That, mm. that, that's painful, mm-hmm. right? When you, you, you know, the things at the job don't work out like you thought they would. I mean, that's, that's painful. When, mm-hmm. when you have, and then, then you think about people. When someone offends you or hurts you or betrays you or whatever the case may be, that's hurtful. All yeah. those things hurt very bad but it's, it's understanding what to do in life's hurts uh, so that you can overcome and, and walk in uh, the joy of the Lord rather than letting those hurts begin to define who you are mm-hmm. and, and 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 you're right Trey what has what happens sometimes and we let that bitterness take root it affects our relationship so much that then we 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 withdraw from people completely yeah I, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be around the church. I don't want to be around whatever uh, because you know um, I just don't want to be hurt again yeah and, and I get that. But, but just because you've been hurt in the past, it does not mean that every relationship you have in the future is going to be a hurtful relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about this before in another podcast episode, just because you've been hurt by a church yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a hurt by a church again. 
right? right. And so some of that is, is, is just is just walking by faith, not letting the bitterness overcome you, but you overcoming that bitterness as as you look to Christ and allow him to 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 heal your heart and to to lead you to walk by his spirit. I've often said, people say, well, you don't know what the church did to me. I always say, hey, I've been a pastor for 30 right. years. You, you have no idea what the church, church has right. done we, to me. Yeah, yeah, really. So, you know, you have to learn to overcome and demonstrate yeah. grace. Yeah. All right, number three, know where to go with your bitterness. Yeah. We we spent how many months, Pops, walking through the book of Psalms together? Oh, Quite a few. Yeah, right? it was About wonderful, a half though. a year, we, we, yeah. we walked through the Psalms together yes. and looked at various Psalms. We saw the psalmist crying out to mm-hmm. God. And I know that... Uh, you know, this is kind of the Sunday school answer, but it's the right answer. Man, when you feel those feelings of bitterness, when you feel uh, that resentment, that anger beginning to take root in your heart, man, the best place you can go is to the Lord. Amen. And just, I mean, you think back to the Psalms and how many times those psalmists cried out to God asking for relief uh, from the hardships they were going through in the midst of the circumstances they were facing. And, and so just being able to run and using the Psalms as a prayer guide to help you to They're process wonderful. through Please that do. bitterness is really, really important. Uh, but but going to God and just being honest with God and confessing to him, God, I'm, I'm bitter right now and right. I need you to help me to overcome this. And, and putting yourselves around people that will help you to look to God is just really helpful because if you don't, if you don't, you know, deal with this bitterness, if you don't run to the Lord with it mm-hmm. and run to people that are going to help you look to the Lord, then you are going to see these things affect your spiritual, emotional, physical, relational health. You're just going to see that happen and you don't want to be in that place. And you might as well confess to the Lord. The Lord already knows your heart. Yeah. And so I, I've actually had people say, I said, well, you really need to confess that. They say, well, I don't want the Lord to know. <laughs> You know, like somehow the Lord okay. is yeah. the Lord is kind of holding back until I confess it, yeah. and then he finds out, yeah. you know. So, I mean, the Lord already knows that, and he wants to, by confessing it, we start the process of getting back to where we need to be, you know. I think that's so that's exactly right. It's just, just, yeah, running to the Lord with your bitterness is just super important. Number four, know why God allows bitterness. Yeah, so, so this gets into the heart of the New Testament and all these wonderful passages of scriptures that remind us that, that no situation in your life takes God by surprise. Mm, exactly. That it didn't work out on your job did not take God by surprise. That your kids rebelled did not take God by surprise. That you lost a loved one did not take take God by surprise. Uh, that that you know um, you you didn't make the team did not take God by surprise. None of your life circumstances took God by surprise. Mm. He knows. He knows exactly what's taken place in your life, and he knows in every situation how he's at work for his glory. Mm. Uh, you think about all the wonderful passages of Scripture. You think about a Romans eight twenty eight, where where Paul reminds us that God works all things together for the good of those who love Him. Mm-hmm. You think about James chapter one, where where James says, "Consider all joy, brothers, when you go through various trials, knowing that these trials that you're going through, they're producing something in you. They're producing endurance." You think about First Peter chapter one, where where Peter's writing to Christians that are being persecuted. And he says, for, "For for for a time necessary." You're going to face some fiery trials, and these fiery trials they're going to refine you. You're going through the you're going through the refiner's fire. You think about Hebrews chapter twelve, where where the writer of Hebrews talks about how how God disciplines those He loves, and sometimes that discipline might be taking you through some difficult times to put your attention back onto God. And so when you read the New Testament in particular, mm-hmm. you see over and over again that that God is at work through all of these situations that that are bitter. 
He's at work in those bitter situations in your life to produce in you the character of Christ. And so when you go through those bitterness, bitter times, right, you, you've got to know why God allows it. He, he's not out to, to, to get you. He's not you know, out to treat you unfairly. He's not out to, to exactly make life right. miserable for you. God is out for your good to, to grow you. And so just know that when you go through those bitter situations, those bitter situations that you might allow to make you into a bitter person, if you're not careful, God is at work in those bitter situations to form your character. If you'll just look to him by faith. And so just remembering that even in the bitterness, even in the bitter situations, mm-hmm. there is a purpose, and you can't lose sight of that. There have been a lot of people that have gone through horrible situations and yet come out on the other side. Not that they didn't struggle. They struggled. Um, one of my favorite books ever is The Hiding Place of Corey Ten Boom yeah. and yeah, what, what she went book. through yeah. and then able to forgive the guard that basically yeah. was responsible yeah. for her yeah. own sister's death yeah. and her uh, misery and suffering. So, you know, it's not the matter that we don't go through that. And we feel that we have to learn to get over it. And I think that's where we're going with this is overcoming it when it happens to us. All right. Number five, know how to respond to bitterness. Yeah. And so, so we've kind of laid the groundwork. We've talked about what bitterness is. We've talked about why God allows it. We talked about what it does to your heart and all those kinds of things. So, so how do you overcome? What do you do in those situations where you've been offended, where life didn't work out? What are the steps you take to overcome that temptation to allow bitterness to grow in your heart? Well, well, a couple of things. One is living for today and not living for the past. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's part of the issue is we get so focused on the past hurt. We can't see what God has for us today or in our future. We just kind of think in in the way that we, we think, right, that once that bitter situation has happened, now I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck here. You're right. It's am. never going to get any better. In the ditch, never and, getting out. And, and that's just not true. That if you find yourself in a situation today that's producing some bitterness within you, you can take some steps. And, and one step you can take is just not, you know, dwelling on that past hurt mm. as much as you dwell on, okay, what does God have for me today? How today can I walk by faith? How today can I walk in forgiveness? How today can I walk in the joy of the Lord, right? And so, so it's not living in the past, it's living in the day that God has given you, thinking about what he has for you in the days ahead. And, and second, you think, you think about being defined by Christ and not by your circumstances. Mm. I mean, that's huge. Because what happens when we go through bitter situations is all of a sudden we forget who we are. That's right. I mean, we tend to define ourselves by the circumstance, right? I'm, I'm hurt. That's who I am. I'm a hurt person, right? Or I'm a failure because I didn't get the promotion at work. That's who I am. Or, you know, I'm a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a terrible, you know, um, husband because my marriage is falling apart. And there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, I'm a terrible father or a terrible mother because my, my children are out of control and there's nothing I can do about it. And mm-hmm. so we let those circumstances kind of define who we are. And that's just not true. Who you are is who Christ has said you are. Who you are is a child of God. And, and God is pleased with you on the basis of who Christ is and what he's done for you. That's your identity. And so letting that identity in Christ define you and then motivate you to make choices that are consistent with his will. And so don't let that bitterness define you. Don't let that bitter situation define you. Don't let your circumstances define you. Continue follower of Jesus to be defined by who Christ says you are. And think about this, right? Refuse to retaliate. Amen to that. Wow. That's a yeah, big one. Because that, that's what happens too. Especially I'll get them back. Yeah. Especially you know, when that bitterness that is caused by someone else, when someone else does something to you, yeah. you know, that bitter situation that's caused by a person that, that creates bitterness within you, then, then, then it's let's get even. How can we 
And, and that's what we do, right? Right. Uh, we, we give people the silent treatment or we lash out at them or we you know, try to manipulate circumstances to get back at them. We try to do all kinds of things to make that person miserable who made us miserable. Because why? Because misery loves company, mm-hmm. right? And so, so listen, don't retaliate. When, when someone does something to you that's bitter, and then it grows within you. That bitterness grows within you. Re- resist that temptation. Retaliate. Instead, forgive and move on. I mean, yeah. that, that's what we do as followers of Jesus, right? We forgive right. and move on. Isn't that what Jesus meant when he said, turn the other cheek? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we always think of the slap. Yeah. And certainly that would be one of them. But, you know, when somebody harms you, you don't harm them back. Yeah. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, yeah. So you forgive and move on, and, and you choose to be a blessing, right? Amen. This, is, this, is, this, Amen. Is, this is what Christ has done for us. You think about Christ who had every reason to be bitter. With, 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 with how he was rejected and treated mm-hmm. and then ultimately crucified. But, but I mean, he forgave us he on did. the cross. When Father, we did not deserve did not it, deserve by it. the way. Father, you know? forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. He blessed us with life abundant and eternal. The one who had reason to be bitter was not. He continued to give his life away for people who resisted him, for people who rejected him. He continued mm. to give his life away. And what a beautiful picture of Christ in you when you're able to continue to give your life away for the sake of the gospel, even when you are mistreated, when you're hurt, when life doesn't work out the way you want. I know it's hard. We all go through situations in life that are bitter, but don't let bitterness take root in you. Instead, continue to let the gospel take root in you and the character of Christ, let it grow in you. Amen. Well, Pastor, this is a, I, th- I really do think this is one of the best ways we can start the new year yeah. out. It's, uh, I think we've done this multiple times where we said, okay, this is the beginning of the year. Yep. Let's get it started. Let's start now. Let's start with a new slate That's right. and begin the process. That's right. So go to 1 John 1, 9, start the process with the Lord. Then if you've got to deal with other things, then go ahead and deal with those, right. re- those emotional things that you're dealing with. That's right. All right, Pastor. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for uh, just getting our mind focused on where we need to be. And uh, why don't you close us out and get us ready for next week? I do hope this has been helpful for you today. And if it has been helpful for you today, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivery device every single week. Leave us a five-star review. That certainly helps us to get word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life. 